Okay, we're back another week. We had electrifying plays from Russell Wilson in the Thursday night game. I can't wait to talk on him. Why he is so different from the rest of the quarterbacks in this league. I have the Rams. Are they in trouble? What's next? Jerry Goff, what's going on? We got to answer a lot of questions. Place Playoff baseball is running. Um, a couple upset wins, comeback wins. That's what playoff baseball is all about. And we're inching closer and closer to the NBA season. Are you guys ready? Let's go. So we have a lot to get to today. Um, let's first start. Russell Wilson' performance on Thursday Night Football was absolutely amazing. Russell, Will- I don't know. I- I've been saying this for a very long time, and I know he's not the fan favorite uh, of 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 some NFL or some casual NFL fans. He is not the fan favorite. He doesn't have the measurables. But he has a cool factor about himself. He has a swagger about himself. And what he does on the field with the ball and his feet and his movement and the way how he dissects play, like, it's almost like magic. And I don't see no other quarterback doing this in football. Mahomes is really good. He, Mahomes' deep ball is really good. It's nice. It's pretty. It sits. It floats. But the way how Russell Wilson removing his way within the pocket and inside the pocket is a grace of work. It is a grace of work. It is a God-given ability. And I quite haven't seen nothing like it in my life. And I, I don't see anybody do it in the league as good as him. It's well-polished. He, 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 the way how he's able to break, when, the, when plays break down, he is, he is phenomenal with making the throw on the run, not getting hit, knowing when to slide and when and when to go for the extra yards, it, it, it's nearly it's flawlessly. It, it, he does it perfectly. It, he does it perfectly. It, 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 he plays so well. He plays so well. He doesn't put himself in danger. He doesn't put the ball in danger. Russell Wilson is what you look for in a, a in a elite franchise top five quarterback. This is what you're looking for. And I and to be honest, I don't classify Russell Wilson as nothing. Like when you all oh, Russell Wilson's a running quarterback. No. He's a quarterback that removers within the pocket as well. Like he has so much movement in it. And then when it's time to get outside of the pocket, he doesn't he does it better than anybody else in football. I think we have to as fans, I don't know what it is. Um and I always say, I I always revert back to this point. Success comes in different forms, sizes, and fashions. Success comes in different variations. I think 
some of this Russell Wilson, where you know, some I think Russell Wilson tends to get overlooked, and he's ten. He he they the sports media, NFL media has a tendency to just down, you know, overlook Russell Wilson or underrate Russell Wilson, and I think some of it's because let me I'm gonna give you a couple of reasons, and this is where. Uh, this this is where I come into play because I'm a I'm a I'm a huge Russell Wilson fan, but he is absolutely phenomenal, and it's time for people that have their second thoughts about him or don't deem him as a elite or top five quarterback right now in the league. It's time for them to wake up. First, um, to be honest, I think there's jealousy within the league with Russell Wilson. I mean, he's the family guy that, you know, similar to Steph Curry. The family guy, the Christian guy, the religious guy who doesn't do anything practically wrong <laughs> off the field. He does everything right on the field. Everything is calculated. He says all of the right things. And instead of us actually saying, wow, that's that's something we don't see in most star athletes anymore um, off the field, doing all the right things and saying all the right things. Instead of us commending that, we we use that as a tool to downgrade and downsize how good Russell Wilson is. And it's actually bad because we, I mean, I don't know why we're trying to downsize Russell Wilson. He's already 5'11". So he's small as it is as, as an NFL quarterback. Why are we trying to, why are we trying to downgrade him even more? <laughs> why? I don't know why we do that. So I think a little bit comes from that. He, he's the family guy. He does everything right off the field. He says all, he says all the right things. Um, he, he, you know, he's the family guy. Got a supermodel. He 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 he's a he got a nice looking wife. Everybody, uh, you know, everybody success comes in different ways. I don't know why we knocked that with Russell Wilson, Steph. Curry. I don't know Steph Curry. I don't know why we knocked that with Russell Wilson. I think that's one factor. A second factor is people tend to look at who Russell Wilson was early in his career. You know, first three seasons, Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson had a all-time defense. Yes, he did. He had a great secondary with some good pass rushers and a good linebacking core. Yes, he had a all-time defense that put up all-time numbers, and they were a big part, a huge, tremendous part to to the to the deep playoff runs and eventually Super Bowl championship that the Seahawks conquered. They were a big part of that. They were a big part of that. But Russell Wilson was also good during that stretch too. It wasn't like he was just relying on the running game and the defense. They were those two elements made the Seattle Seahawks who they were during those years. But Russell Wilson played a a a, a big role in those in those years. He played a big role in those years. We see it now. You can have a good defense. You can have a good running game. Chicago has both. But Chicago, they are not going to get over the top. And you know why they're not going to get over the top? It's because of quarterback play. And this Chicago defense is probably a, a, probably a little bit better than that Seattle defense. I mean, as far as, like, as far as, 
as far as the amount of weapons that they have, um, all pro pro bowlers that they have, this Chicago defense may be better than that Seattle defense. But that's neither here nor there. But you can look at Chicago. They're they're built very similarly to that those Seattle teams. But you know what's going to hold Chicago back? It's going to be quarterback play. Chicago's quarterback play is going to hold them back from winning the NFC, from winning the Super Bowl. Because they, they have a Super Bowl-type defense, but Mitchell Trubisky is going to hold them back due to his limitations. So, yeah, you can have a running game, and you can have a, a strong running game and a, and a very good defense. You can have both of those things because there's a few teams that have those things, but they don't have the right quarterback behind center, and those teams are going are, are gonna to end up not going as far as they should according to their personnel due to lack thereof the quarterback play. Russell Wilson was good during these years. He, he wasn't just no average guy, no average Joe. He was good these years. He 26 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, 26, 26 touchdowns the following year, 9 interceptions. Then he 20, t- t- 20 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. Those three years, he was good. Those three years, he had 72 touchdowns with 26 interceptions. He was good. He was, he was phenomenal for them those years. The fact that they, we, we tend to downgrade Russell Wilson because of that, and the media, the media do that, do this, this particular thing to Russell Wilson, is, is astonishing. It's astonishing. And then now, and I want to also bring up to you the last few years of the Seattle Seahawks. The, they, they have been a, a good team. They have been a good enough team where they have made the playoffs. And they have been a good enough team where they are relevant. And it's because, and it's a large part. It's a, it's due to Pete Carroll and his coaching because he's a very good coach. But a large part of their success the last few years have come on the small shoulders of Russell Wilson. <laughs> it, it, I mean, this guy is phenomenal. He's phenomenal. After that defense broke up and the defense started to wear down, they still go ten and six, ten five and one, nine and seven, ten and six, and now this year they're four and one. Mind you, all of these years, bad O-lines, average running backs, average receiving core, and somewhat of an average defense. Good, The defense have been good at times these last few years, but overall, they've had an average defense. 34 touchdowns, 21 touchdowns, 34 touchdowns, 35, and now this year, he has 12 touchdowns with 1,400 pass yards, over 1,400 pass yards, and zero interceptions. This guy is amazing. This guy is incredible with a 73 completion percentage. This guy is incredible. We have to, we have to give it up for Russell Wilson. He is a top five quarterback in this league. And it, it's, a, it's, it's very sad that, we have to, that I have to go through all this and spill this out to you guys. The reason why Russell Wilson's a top five, top five quarterback in this league because that he is, that he is, he is a top five quarterback in this league without any questioning. 
without any exception. He's a top five talent. He has the most. He's top five talent wise in this league as a quarterback, and he's a top five quarterback or just just overall body of work, talent, uh, measurables, numbers, all that wins. He's a top five quarterback. He's a top five quarterback, and we 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 gotta give him his props. Stop downgrading. Stop. Stop. Put put give put some respect on Russell Wilson's name. Come on, he the way how he makes things look, it's magic. He's a magician on the field. Okay, so we talked about one quarterback. Let's go from one quarterback to the other. Jared Goff. Jared Goff. Um, I I came in. I haven't been talking about the Rams. I and when I when I gave my top ten. This earlier this week, and I talked about the Rams. I talked about the Rams and Todd Gurley, not him not being the same in Jared Goff's struggles. Jared Goff is playing what he he's playing. He, he like he's the best thing that the Rams have going for themselves. So after the Thursday night game, top story is okay. Russell Wilson <laughs> is great. <laughs> Russell Wilson. Is an all-time great. He is. He is great. And then the second headline is the Rams struggles. Jerk and a lot of people. I heard a lot of sports media. A lot of people are going after Jared Goff. Jared Goff, right now on Thursday night football, and from last Sunday's game. Against the Ram, against the Buccaneers, Jared Goff is the best thing going for the Rams right now. He went twenty nine for forty nine with three hundred ninety five yards, a touchdown, and interception. He's the best thing that they have going for themselves right now. Now, the last three weeks, Jared Goff, the last three weeks, this is what the Rams. Have been looking for from Jared Goff. You can't. You're not gonna be able to squeeze this out of him. It's one thing where you know coaches like Matt Nagy in Minnesota, and you know it's one thing where Chicago and Minnesota and Pittsburgh they have to like coddle their quarterbacks, their limited quarterbacks, Mason Rudolph and Mitchell Trubisky. And Kirk Cousins, they have to coddle those guys. Those guys, you gotta keep them under a certain passing attempt. You gotta put, you gotta keep them in third down and shorts, so it's third and manageable, and you can continue to drive, and they can pick up the first downs. Those coaches gotta keep them at a certain rate, so the ship won't sink, <laughs> for lack of better terms. They gotta keep them at certain. Passing attempts, and they got to keep them in certain situations so the ship won't sink. Jared Goff is the best thing the Rams have going for themselves. The Rams' defense looks absolutely horrible. The secondary is is lacking. The the secondary is slacking right now. The secondary is the worst part of the defense. Uh, I'm a big fan of Aaron Donald. I have been. I mean, Aaron. I've been telling people Aaron Donald is the most dominant defensive player. In the sport right now, um, he's probably the best defensive tackle in league history. But Aaron Donald isn't having the same impact 
like he has had in the in like his previous years, he's not having the same impact this year so far. So we're gonna slow so you know, the Rams, Jared Goff is the best thing going for the Rams. Special teams, missed kicks, Todd Gurley is not the same. Uh, O-line, a little older, banged up, not blocking the same. So Jared Goff is the best thing the Rams have right now. And this is what the Rams have put Jared Goff through the last three games. 155 passing attempts in three games. That's an average of 51.7 passing attempts. You're asking Jared Goff to sit back, drop back, and throw the ball 50 times? That is hard for any quarterback to do. (laughs) That is is hard for any quarterback to do. You're asking your franchise young quarterback, and I know he just got paid. Yeah, I know he just got paid. But you're asking him to drop back and throw 51 times? On average, he threw he threw forty nine times last night. You're asking him to throw the ball forty nine times and fifty one times on average. He has a completion percentage of sixty three percent. Five touchdowns, six interceptions, sacked four times. Jared Goff, this is not his fault. It's time for everybody to stop blaming Jared Goff for all of the Rams' issues. Sean McVay didn't do the best job of coaching last night. Special teams missed kicks. Todd Gurley is not the same. Stop. <laughs> like, can we stop? It's one thing for a parent to say, hey, you know... I'm keeping you. You got to do your homework. You got to do this. You got to complete this task and do this. And it's another thing for a parent to say, hey, so, you know, I'm going on a two and a half week vacation. Can you control the house and make sure the house don't burn down? Like, that is asking for a kid to do. That That's a lot to be asking a kid to do. Hey, I'm going to be gone for two and a half weeks. Make sure you can main be sure that you can maintain the house and the house does not burn down. That is a lot. That is a lot for a teenager, let alone a kid. <laughs> like, that's like a parent asking the kid, hey, can you control the fort while I'm out for two and a half weeks? That's what the Rams are asking Jerry Goff. You're asking Jerry Goff to drop back 51 times on average. For the last few weeks, you've been asking him to drop back. 51 times. It just doesn't work like that. That That's difficult. It's difficult to win like that. It is difficult to win like that. It is, it's, it's, it's hard. It's damn it hard to win like that in this league. And you're asking him to do it against Tabo, Buccaneers defense, and uh, Pete Curl and Seahawks defense. Like, <laughs> these, are the, these are some tough tasks. But I've been saying it. The Rams, teams of catching on to their, to their, to their offensive style. You put six, you put seven men in the gaps. You fill, you fill all the gaps, and it's and it's helpful. It's helpful for the defense. It's beneficial for the defense because Todd Gurley's not the same. Put seven in the ga- put seven in the box. You get aggressive with those receivers. Put 
put pressure in Jared Goff's face, he can't do nothing. And I feel bad for him because everybody's just blaming him for the Rams' issues. Nobody's talking about Todd Gurley and how he is not. Nobody's talking about Sean McVay and how he can make adjustments. And I like Sean McVay, but nobody's talking about it. Nobody's talking about special teams and how they're missing kicks. Nobody's talking about how the Rams' secondary is just getting it just it just got torched last night by Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson put on a clinic. Nobody's talking about that though. Nobody's talking about it. Find it quite interesting. But hey, we need to slow down on the Rams and stop blaming Jared Goff for all the Rams issues. He is not the cause for the, all these issues and problems. He is not the he is not the problem. Okay, so I have my top 10 picks for week 5. Week 5 is a big week. We got a lot of good games coming on for you guys. October 6th, Sunday. This is a big Sunday. Um, it's going to show me where a lot of teams are at. So let's start it off. Week 6, 1 o'clock game. Jacksonville at Carolina. Carolina is a 3.5 point favorite. Uh, you know what? And I'm going to take Carolina to win this game. Kyle Allen been playing well. It, look, it seems like the Carolina Panthers offense have rejuvenated. They have found life. They are clicking on all cylinders. I didn't pick Carolina last week because I thought Houston was the better team. Houston didn't come to play last week. Carolina de- And I, I always say Carolina defense is good. Uh, Nick Munchu, I like him as well. But Jacksonville, I just... I, 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 I could never just get with Jacksonville. I don't like their play style defensively. They don't have Jalen Ramsey. They have a lot going on. I just don't like it. So I'm going to take Carolina to win this game. 20-17. to 17. I think this is going to be an interesting game. Um, you should watch. But I like Kyle Allen, the Panthers offense, to win this game. So I'm going to take the Panthers to win this game. 1 o'clock, Pit, Baltimore at Pittsburgh. Baltimore is coming off two straight losses. Uh, and now they're down second in the division. This is for who's second in the division right now. Pittsburgh looked really good against Cincinnati, but it's Cincinnati. I want to see if Mike Tomlin and the Pittsburgh, can they replicate the same performance? Can Mason Rudolph replicate the same performance that he had that he had against Cincinnati? It was Cincinnati, but can he produce the same performance as he did against Cincinnati. Can he do it against Baltimore? This is this is make or break time. This is make or break time for 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 my guy Mason Rudolph. I want them to succeed. I want Pittsburgh to look good. I want Pittsburgh to do well. But Mason Rudolph is going to have to come to play. Um so I'm going to take Pittsburgh to win this game. I'm going to take Pittsburgh to win this game in a close one. 17 18. Pittsburgh wins this game 17-18. This is going to be an ugly one. Buffalo at Tennessee. I'm going to take Buffalo. Josh Allen was cleared from all concussions, uh, you know, from all the concussion like protocols. So he's fine. He's cleared. I like Buffalo. Buffalo, they played a put up a good fight against New England last week. New England, tough opponent. Always going to be tough to beat them. I think Buffalo gets right back on track. Their defense is outstanding. Coaching staff is good. Tennessee, I don't know what Tennessee I'm getting from t- from week in, week out. I don't I don't know what Tennessee I'm getting from week in, week out. So we just have to wait and hopefully you Tennessee Titans fans, 
You cross your fingers and hope that your team come to play this week. But I'm going to take the Buffalo Bills to win this game 21-18. to 21-18. And Buffalo is a three-point underdog. I look at that. New England at Washington. I don't think this game is close. The Washington Redskins, Jay Gruden was spotted, uh, you know, at a, I guess somewhere in a local area. He was smoking. Um, this is this 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 whole Redskin thing has gone down downhill. I, I I don't know what to I don't know what to to make of this. I think this is this should be a it might be a trap game for the Patriots, but the Patriots should win this. They should win this game. I have the Patriots winning this game 31 to 14. 31-14. I think the Patriots win this game 31 to 14. Another one o'clock game. Chicago and Oakland. Oakland has played pretty well this season. I am actually surprised of how well Oakland has played. Uh, I didn't think they were that good to start out with, but Oakland is really good. Um, I, I got to owe it up to them. They 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 they're better than what I thought they would be. Um, they're going against they're going up against Chicago. You know, Khalil Max first time being back in Oakland. They're going against Chicago. This this Chicago defense is going to cause a lot of trouble. For just about every offense they face. I want to see what Chase Daniels in the offense looks like. I want to see what they look like. Because even though Trubisky has his limitations as far as throwing the ball down the field accurately. I think Chase Daniels with with Trubisky. He adds a different element with him being a runner and such a good athlete. At the quarterback position. He adds a different element that the Bears, def- that the Bears offense now don't have. So I want to see how that translates. Uh, this is a tough one. This is a tough one, but I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with the Chicago Bears to win this game. It's gonna be a close one. It's gonna be a tight one, but I'm gonna go with Chicago and win this game, twenty to fourteen. Twenty to fourteen. I think Chicago win this game, twenty to fourteen. I'll be um this game's gonna go either way. Another one o'clock game: the Jets at Philadelphia. The Jets at Eagles. I think the Eagles win this game. They should win this game. Um, pretty comfortably. The Eagles have some, so they have some some injuries on their in their offense. Still, they have the um, they have their their, their burner, um, Deshaun Jackson hurt. He's still out for a little bit. But the Jets are they're a little short-handed. The Jets they don't have Sam Donald, so they're going on the road with with backups at their quarterback position and backups at some positions, which I think are critical. And I think Philly should win this game. The Jets, they haven't been looking good. Adam Gase, he looks like he, oh man, he's he he's terrible. Um, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Philly to win this game. Adam Gase, I don't think they, I don't think Adam Gase and the Jets have enough to contend with the Eagles to win this game at Lincoln Financial Field. So I'm gonna take the Eagles to win this game. This should they should win this game. Eagles win this game. Win this game. So, Philly, I'm going to take Philly 24-7. 24-7. Philly wins this game. Minnesota at the New York Football Giants at East Rutherford, New Jersey. MetLife Stadium. I'm going to take, I, you know, I know I said Minnesota. They are inconsistent. I don't know when they picked them. And they, when I always picked them, they let me down. I picked them last week to win and beat Chicago. They didn't do that. You know, so you probably call me a fool if I pick them again this week. Well, go ahead and call me a fool. 
I'm gonna pick the Minnesota Vikings to win again this. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick them to win win this week. They are five and a half point favorites. They should win this game. Uh, this is gonna be a very close game though. Um, this is not the Giants from week one, week two. The, the Giants have looked very different. They play like very inspired, well inspired football with now Daniel Jones at the helm. They play really well, and they go they go they just go out and play. So I, I have, I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Vikings, even though I like the new look Giants. But I'm gonna take the Vikings because I think the Giants still have some flaws in the secondary, and I think with you know with the Minnesota Vikings running the ball and Gerby Kubiak running the ball, I think it'll open up the passing game, and I think Diggs and Thielen will finally have those games that they've been looking for because Thielen. Last week was heated. He was like, hey, we got to get somebody that can throw the ball down the field. We got to throw the ball down the field. We can't just, we can run it, and that's good and all, but we have to be able to throw the ball down the field because what happens when they stop the run? And you're, he's absolutely right. He's absolutely right. I just don't know if Kirk Cousins is the right guy to be doing that. But I'm going to take the Vikings to win this game against the Giants. Even though I like how the Giants have been looking the last few weeks, I'm going to take the Vikings to win this game. The Vikings should win this game. I'm going to have the Vikings at 27, Giants 20. Another 1 o'clock game, Atlanta at Houston. Atlanta, Atlanta. They lost at Tennessee at home. I don't like the way they look. They got some injuries on the defense. Deion Jones, uh, very key player. I'm I, I, I'm going Houston. Houston, they, they had a home letdown meltdown against Carolina. Let me say, a, a good Carolina defense. Deshaun Watson and them struggle. I think they get back on track this week with an Atlanta team. Um, even yeah, Houston's four and a half. They're four-point favorites. I'm going to take the points. I think Houston wins this game 27 to 20. Houston wins this game 27 to 20. Arizona at Cincinnati. Cincinnati's a three-point favorite. I'm going to take Arizona to win this game. Well, I'm going to take Arizona to win this game. Arizona with the with the with the upset on the road. Arizona with the upset on the road. Uh, I like Kyler Murray. I told you guys this that I told you guys that it was going to work. It was going to work. He has Cliff Kingsbury behind the side. He got a couple weapons on the outside. We got David Johnson behind him. Offense line is iffy, but the system is it's, it fits Kyler Murray. It fits who he is. It fits what they want to what what he decide what he spot he what he inspires to play like. It fits his whole entire style. So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the um the the Cardinals to win this game. Um, uh, Andy Dalton is not the, he's not the answer in, in Cincinnati. Um, they, they, they're seeing that. He is not the answer in Cincinnati. He is not the, he is not the guy. Uh, Cincinnati has some nice little pieces, but I don't think they're going to, I think Arizona wins this game. Arizona wins this game 33 to 21. Arizona wins this game 33 to 21. Tampa Bay at New Orleans. Now, Tampa Bay had a very good show against the Rams. But they had a meltdown, special teams meltdown against the Giants the previous week. So I don't know what Buccaneers team I'm getting. With the Saints, they had a great shutout performance against the Cowboys in the second half last week. Uh, the Cowboys played really well, but the, the Saints defense just came to ball out. I think the Saints defense 
will continue to ball out. Um, I like I like Tom Bowles, but I think the Saints are going to stick to their formula. Uh, they don't have a true number two option. Um, they're relying on Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara a lot. Hopefully, Jared Cook, Ted Ginn, one of those slot receivers, one of those you know the Titans, maybe uh, Josh Hill, maybe even Josh Hill can get it going. Somebody else get it going for the Saints to produce some offense. So I had the Saints winning that game. I'm gonna have the Saints winning that game. Twenty-one to fourteen. Saints win this game. Twenty-one fourteen. Four o'clock game. Denver at the Chargers. Denver at L.A. Denver takes a trip to L.A. I'm going to take the Chargers. They're five-and-a-half-point underdogs. The Chargers, they've been playing okay this year. I don't have much to make about them. I have been I told you guys that the Chargers are going to struggle a little bit with Mount Melvin Gordon and Duran James. Their best defensive player, especially in the secondary, they're going to struggle a little bit. Denver, I don't trust who they are offensively. I like their defense, but I don't trust who they are offensively on a week-in, week-out basis. So I'm going to take the Chargers to win this game. 24-28. America's Game of the Week on Fox, 425. Uh, Green Bay at Dallas. Green Bay at Dallas. Now, some of you guys are thinking, okay, Dallas struggles with Green Bay um, when anytime they play Green Bay. That is true, but in the playoffs. Dallas has played very well in the last few few years against the Cowboys while, 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 while during the regular season, especially at home. So the Cowboys, I have the Cowboys winning this game. They're three and a half point underdogs. Packers have no Devontae Adams. I'm gonna have the I'm gonna have the Cowboys winning this game. They're gonna win this game 30 to 24. The Cowboys win this game 30 to 24. Eight o'clock Sunday night football. Kansas, Kansas City. They 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 play Indianapolis. Indianapolis come to Kansas City. I have Kansas City winning this game. I love Indianapolis. I like what they do defensively a little bit. Um, they let me down last week against Oakland. But Jacoby Brissett, I think he'll come back and play a little bit better. They got going in the second half. They tried to make a second half comeback. Uh, fell short. But, I, you know, I'm not going to go against Kansas City with this. Not, a, not against Kansas. Not at Kansas City either. So Kansas City wins this game 34, 34 Chiefs. Chiefs 34. Colts 24. Chiefs 34, Colts 24. Um, and Monday Night Football, to cap it all off this week, weeks, week five, Browns at San Francisco. The Browns have been playing very well. I think their line is real. I like both of these teams. I think the Browns lose this game. The Browns stole one at Baltimore. They, they, had, they, they, they know their formula. They ran the ball with Nick Chubb. Let Baker Mayfield on the throw the ball not no more than thirty two times and you will have success. So I have the I have the forty nine ers winning this game though. I think the, I like the I like the route the forty ers are going defensively. Uh, they play a they play a little sloppy. They they can play they can get sloppy at times and make a lot of crucial mistakes and young mistakes. But I think the forty ers will win this game against the Cleveland Browns this week. Uh, I had the final score as 28-24. 28 24 49ers go 4-0, uh, top of the NFC West division. So there you go. There go my picks. I hope these picks come out to be well. I didn't do a good job last week, but my first three weeks, I did absolutely phenomenal. So 
Thank you guys for listening to the pod. We have more for you coming up. You know, <laughs> I'm telling you, this thing is coming rapid fast. These episodes are dropping rapid fast. But I just want to say thank you guys for listening once again. Uh, I'm your, your, keep, me, keep me in your prayers because you're certainly in mine's. Uh, adios. Stay safe. It's getting cold outside, so wear a jacket. No more summer clothes. It is no longer summer. It is October. It is October, and it's fall. Stop wearing the summer clothes. Bring out the Uggs. Bring out your fall and winter clothes. Your clothes. I need to see jackets. Come on, y'all. I don't want nobody sick. Come on. We got to. Come on. It's, it's fall now. But <laughs> other than that, see you guys on the next episode.